0: Welcome to the e commerce growth show, brought to you by Segmentify, the fast,
1: lean learning machine,
0: the fastest learning, most revenue generating personalization platform for e commerce. Hi, guys, and welcome to another episode of the e commerce growth show. Well, it's an interesting time at the moment. I took receipt of a new 12 foot trampoline at the weekend, Um, and I'll be honest, I spent most of the weekend trying to put it up. Um, I did do the due diligence and um, studied all the YouTube videos, but they're like sped up. So I'm thinking, oh, I can do it. I can knock it up in half an hour. Three, four hours later, 10 o'clock last night, um, I was still mucking about with it, but um, finally managed to sort it out. Actually, the weird thing was putting the big springy bit, the trampoline bit up, because elementary maths would tell me with 72 holes in the frame, I was thinking, that's easy. Every 12, stick a hook. I kept going around. I was like, this isn't working, man, what, what earth is going on? And then it dawned on me that it was like one, and then 13, and then 25. And that took me about half an hour to work out. So um, once I finally worked it out, I managed to nail it. But um, there we go. So i have got to try and finish it off, because my, um, my, my youngest has gone to school today, actually, for the first time in a while. We were a bit late back to the party. But um, he was super excited, so he wants to come back and uh, have a muck about on the trampoline. Anyway, that's enough for my shenanigans. Um, As you know, these podcasts are all about showcasing thought leadership in our wonderful e-commerce community to help um, the brands in particular keep driving marginal gains in growth and just keep abreast of everything that's going on. And uh, this time around, I'm super excited to uh, introduce to you a bit of a veteran on the e-commerce scene, um, Ian Hammersley. I'm sure you know of him and um, he's been running an agency called Smarty Business amongst other operations actually for 16 years now. Um, And he's been helping brands mainly in the two to 20 mil kind of mark. And uh, his business is all about, we had a good chat about this before, all about really sort of strategy more than anything else um, around scale. And of course had so many conversations around that that basically he's built a kind of framework around that, so I'm particularly excited to hear about what he's accrued in terms of that experience and how that can be applied to brands uh, um, with his company and the other things that he does. Also, it's worth mentioning that you may also know that he runs a podcast channel as well called, under the name of e-commerce, The Hammersley Brothers, so obviously he's one of those brothers. Um, that podcast channel is in all the usual places, um, so clearly is a bit of a veteran, and has also written, I'm told, a number one book um apparently for about three seconds or something, three o'clock in the morning, um, <laughs> on Amazon. So uh, I'm very excited to hear about that. Hey Ian. How are you doing, Phil? Good I'm to, good, good to hear How from you? you. Yeah. Yeah, good. and you, and you, and you. Uh, yes, it like it was.
1: A, yeah, it was a, yeah, we were number one bestseller for e commerce uh, on Amazon for three seconds. So we, <laughs> we obviously brilliant. took a screen grab and uh, yeah, yeah and, and shared in LinkedIn and just, you know, took took the three seconds but yeah. out of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then sold three million copies.
1: Absolutely,
0: <laughs> brilliant. Well, that, that's a great story. But actually, there's a there's a funny story I wanted to ask you about. I reckon the guys would love to hear about a time that. Uh, uh, well, uh, I won't say anything, but it's it's um you're talking about um somehow ordering a hundred thousand high vis jackets ja- jackets. Sorry, T- tell us more.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it was this was really how we how how we got started in e-commerce. Yeah. So this was this was must have been about two thousand and two. It's uh-huh. so a long time ago now, and yeah. um, and it, back in the day, it was we were ordering bits and pieces for our clients. So we've always been involved in in marketing. And one of our clients wanted to order a hundred thousand high vis jackets from China for yeah. a promo that we're doing. And um, and so off I went ordering these jackets, a hundred thousand. And by the time that they'd they'd landed, the uh, the clients um, didn't want them anymore. Uh, and decided decided that they uh, yeah, that they they you know that they the contract hadn't been signed and they didn't want them anymore. That they changed their mind, so I was left with oh, these hundred thousand high vis wow. tickets yeah. that you'd paid for as well. I'd, yeah, yeah, that I'd paid for them. Yeah, Got yeah, them. so then I had to think, well, okay, how do how do I get rid of them? What do I do? You know, I'm sat with these hundred thousand. I have his jackets so you know that was that was how i got into e-commerce through absolute necessity <laughs> I, I i didn't, didn't sleep for like because i was i was only a young man there was a lot of no money way. for me
0: yeah
1: and uh, yeah i had to figure out how to flog them and, seriously um, yeah yeah and um, so did
0: you then how how did you do it i mean yeah, obviously you know in in a nutshell like
1: yeah well so so obviously we went onto amazon went on to ebay and started yeah. doing pay per click ads and google shopping Brilliant. um and and drop and and putting them into pick and pack warehousing and all that sort of stuff and um wow. yeah, and eventually
0: yeah they um, amazing so they that experience to, like forced you into e-commerce and then did. that was the beginning of your journey almost that, this kind of blessing in disguise right. right
1: that's absolutely right and you know this wow. was this was a long i mean that was now i mean you know nearly yeah. you know, 16 17 years ago and wow and then that's amazing mark and i my brother and i have have sat at the coal face with yeah. with since then hundreds of e-commerce businesses yeah, yeah. and
0: yeah. um
1: and seeing the ones that scale the ones that haven't scaled you know yeah. and you learn a lot about mm. the ones that don't work and yeah. it, and then you spot you know over time you spot yeah. patterns and and
0: yeah
1: it was really just being being involved with so many e-commerce clients that you know mm. we're not smarter than anybody else far from it we no. just we just had more exposure so we learn yeah. more in a faster period. You know, yeah. if you're sat working on one e commerce brand mm. for, you know, three, four, five years, you know, it, you know, yeah. it's great, you get really close to it. But if you're yeah. if you're in that three mm. or four, five years you're working with hundreds, you see yeah. so much.
0: Yeah. And the Absolutely. speed of
1: learning then yeah. is just phenomenal. Yeah.
0: yeah. And so um, interesting you mentioned that because obviously I, I've been in a different world. But equally, for a, a long time, and it's funny because I've I've been in sales in various different guises for like nearly twenty years, and I've been the kind of guy that I never wanted to flit and flit in this, that, this and the other from various different roles. I, I'm a bit of a builder. I've always wanted to be in sort of you know wherever I go, I land my feet. I want to build something, you know. But my brother's the, the opposite. He he well he's not the opposite. He ended up in a role. He's been in the, the same role for twenty years. My point is, I have been in loads of different sales roles because you were you know as well as i do you know the difficulty of being in a sales career but i would totally echo that because the blessing of having been in i don't know 10 15 different operations over the last 20 years whatever i have i've I've learned and had to you know go in so many deep ends and work out so many different things that i've probably come out knowing kind of a lot more as a result of it you know
1: yeah you do because you but anyway so you get so Sorry, much gone. exposure. Well, you just get so much exposure. Yeah you know, and yeah. I mean, Can't God, continue. I mean I think that's the main the main asset really is that yeah. you know you, you could you could save clients years mm. worth of time. Yeah. Saying, Well look, Absolutely. Well, you know, we've done that, done that, done that, done that. This is what worked, yeah. this is what didn't work. I mean just yeah. it's amazing.
0: Yeah. No, completely. Well, just packaging this up in, into sort of an overarching question in a minute. So obviously from what we're talking about so far, this is all about the knowledge that you have around seeing so many businesses either succeed in scaling or not for whatever reasons. So the overarching sort of thing for today is how or what the best way that you found out Mm. during all that information about how to scale. So give us a bit more flavor on that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's a a very, very good question. And essentially it, it boiled down to to the numbers, the maths behind e-commerce. Yeah. So you know, it, e-commerce is it's like um, uh, there's lots of shiny things that can distract you with e-commerce, and yeah. and what you tend to find is clients have a have a scattergun approach. You know, they they're all yeah. over the place. They're working on everything all over the time, mm-hmm. and it's you have to you have to focus on the numbers. You've got to figure out the numbers first, yeah. and work out the KPIs yeah. that are right. And so that's yeah. what Mark and I did. We we, we, mm. we worked out a set of KPIs for each different types of e commerce business. So some fashion ones, some homeware, some problem solving yeah. rational purchases, ones with high average order value, low average order value. We, we figured out a set of numbers that each wow. of these business should should focus on. And wow. and it's like, you know, for example, um, you know, everybody knows conversion rate. And yeah, you know, but the problem with conversion rate is it's meaningless. You know, if I said to you, get your conversion yeah. rate up, it's like just yeah. saying, be more successful, you know, it's like sell more. It's like, it's so yeah, yeah. useless. So yeah. we broke it down into three and we yeah. said, well, okay, well on average, how many people should add to basket and then how many mm-hmm. people should go from the basket to the checkout and then how many people should go from checkout to the order. And we worked yeah. out that on an average site. 10% of people should add to basket, 55% of people should go from the basket to the checkout, and 85% should go from the checkout to order. And so you can then compare your e commerce stats against those, and yeah. you can very quickly see okay, yeah. well, our add to basket stat here, the market saying should be about 10%, well, mine's yeah.
0: 4%, but
1: mm-hmm. my basket to checkout, they're saying should be about 50, 55%. Ours is 60, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. And our checkout to order, they're saying average is 85. That's ours is 90, so that's okay. So it's clear that the problem mm-hmm. is the add to basket stat. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like break those mm-hmm. down into those chunks, you know, we get clients yeah. that come and say, Right, we want to work on our checkout. You know, we think our yeah. checkout's a bit clunky and we go, well, hang on. Well, let's look, let's it might be it might look a bit ugly, but you yeah. know, let's look at the the drop off rate. Ah, you know, your checkout's doing ninety-two percent, so ninety-two percent of people that get in the checkout, they you know, go ahead and complete their order. So you know you could spend ten thousand pounds there. You know you yeah. you might get you yeah. won't you know you might as well throw that money out the window. But if you spend yeah. ten thousand pounds on your add to basket stat, which say yeah. say that client was doing three and a half percent and it should be yeah. you know knocking on ten. So if you spend yeah. ten thousand pounds there, you'll make yeah. half a million pounds this year. Yeah. You know, so, where yeah. do you want to spend your ten thousand pounds? So it's like unless you yeah. know the numbers, you know, you yeah. you you're totally random. You 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 you're guessing. Yeah. It's emotional. Yeah. You know, there's no yeah. rational there. So we so no. we basically put a framework together <clears throat> that allowed us to to see when and where to invest um, at the right time. So it's like you know what is the what is the simplest, quickest way to increase our revenue for e-commerce site right now? Yeah, yeah, and then you know you you you, you form it. and it's so you know if you don't know the numbers if you, if you don't know you know what your KPIs need to be, and we did yeah. a dashboard for that. We, there's a there's a dashboard, and you don't yeah. know what happens if you change those KPIs,
0: yeah. In terms
1: of what happens to the revenue, you, you're blind. You know, yeah. you just you just you just sort of floundering around, <laughs> not yeah. knowing yeah. where to invest. So no, yeah. you know it becomes so obvious mm. when you actually yeah. put it into this framework. And I think no, that, I love that. Yeah it's exactly Take-
0: the same isn't it as as the whole funnel in fact it's almost a mirror of how yeah. a technology provider wouldn't 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 even begin to you know start saying that they could add value to a customer unless they could prove that they were adding you know conversion exactly. in the way that you're talking about with a metric behind it i got I've got yeah. a question quickly right i get add to basket cuz that's the same as what we would do and obviously check out to order we would call conversion effectively i think what's mm. the basket to checkout bit how do you measure yeah. that
1: so that that's essentially so if, if someone's on the product page and they add they add something to the basket what they, they're yeah. leaving it in the basket and then it's how many how many people go from the basket to the actual checkout
0: oh and
1: right it's a really oh, okay. really important yeah. stat and a lot of people go oh let's let's take people straight to the checkout let's not let's yeah. let you know let's bypass that basket stage and it's yeah. and it's often it's like a really really bad idea because uh, you know if someone's coming to your site they might only be buying you know twice let's say they're buying a you know a sofa you know they're only yeah. buying one sofa a year you know if uh, you're lucky, so yeah. you know they need to go to the basket as um it's a it's a really important sales aid you know it's where that it's where yeah. you take away anxiety it's where you take away risk and it's where yeah. you add the element of scarcity and urgency you know you're saying oh there's yeah. only a few left. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's an offer on at the yeah. moment. You know, if you yeah. don't buy at the moment, you're going you to miss out. on it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a really important. So essentially, you break it down. But you might find that your, mm. your basket to checkout stat is absolutely fine. You know, most clients, yeah. it's the add-to-basket stat that's low. And so if you find out that your yeah. add-to-basket's low, you know, it'll be, it'll be because your bounce rate's too high. And it's probably because yeah. your traffic's coming through from Google Shopping, landing on your product page, and it's bouncing at 85%. That's probably what's happening. Yeah. So, you know, why is
0: that? Why is the bounce rate so high at that point? It,
1: it's because so it's because often the product pages, we, what we used to do, you know, five, six years ago, everyone used to come through home category product, you know, dutifully following that lovely journey. So by the time they got to the product page, they they knew where they were. You know, there was signposts so they could go back into the category. Mm-hmm. Now they're landing straight on the product mm-hmm. page through Google Shopping and, and Facebook ads. And that, that product page is like a dead end page often. Because there's nowhere else to go. So if you imagine, if you if you're looking for a, a navy blue jumper and you click yeah. through on a navy blue jumper and you land mm. on that one page, and you you don't know if that's the navy blue jumper you want, you might like no. the navy blue jumper, but you don't know if you like something else more. So the yeah. first thing is, it's like the, it can't be a dead end page, and
0: no.
1: you so you've then got to pull in a lot more a lot more product in there, and that's yeah. and in fact that's what I was talking about with Moret.
0: Your, yeah, yeah. your CEO, at, yeah, 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 More
1: rat, sorry, and yeah, um, that's all right. All right. We, we massively offended your boss. <laughs> no,
0: no I, I actually, I actually said more rat, and that's even worse, probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
1: so you know, and we were talking about how like Wayfair and Made.com, you know, have a have a hybrid between a, a product page and a category page,
0: yeah. and
1: it's it's you know it's about, and we basically say, look if your product pages are bouncing more than 60% you've got a problem
0: yeah.
1: you know yeah. and if your categories are bouncing more than 50% you've got a problem and if your home page is bouncing bouncing more than 25% you've got a problem so you yeah. you know if if you have a number for everything yeah you then have something to compare against and i think people yeah. in our industry are so reluctant to give out a number you know what's yeah. an average conversion rate oh well depends on what you're selling and you know, if it's a problem solving purchase, it depends on your average order value. That's yeah. so unhelpful. It's so yeah. unhelpful. Like, just give yeah, me a yeah. number. I don't care whether or not it's right or not. Just give me a base. Are we talking like, yeah. you know, 10% is average or two? So, you know, so we figured mm. out, we put numbers on everything. Yeah. Like So that at least, you know, what type of business yeah.
0: you're yeah. dealing with. Amazing. And then, so going back to your, you mentioned the framework then. I mean, how does that, how does this then become this framework that you were talking about? Talk us more about what that yeah. framework looks like.
1: Well, we so we worked out what, what the key KPIs were that you needed yeah. to focus on, and and essentially you you start off and it you know it, it's it's the normal stuff it's traffic, average order value, conversion, and that's what we you know they're the only three things that, that matter, isn't it? In terms of e-commerce, it's how much traffic we have, how many um, how many convert, and what's and what's the average order value? And what do they spend? And yeah. we break it down mm-hmm. into a few more. We basically okay. go, got a dashboard and go, right, you're doing three million pounds now and you want to get to 10 million pounds in the next three years. Okay, mm-hmm. so what did the KPIs need to look like for a 10 million pound mm-hmm. business? You know, what yeah. does your add to basket start need to be? What is your average order value need to be? What does your traffic need to be? And then you, you 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 then sat with your, your yeah. 10 million pound business. And you're right. Yeah. These are all the metrics we've got to hit. And then yeah. you work back from yeah. there to what you are yeah. now. And that then formulates the road roadmap. Yeah. And it, it, it forces you to yeah. think about that 10 million pound picture and yeah. to stop faffing around yeah. with things that don't matter. And, yeah. and the main thing is, and I think like with anything in life, really, it's about focusing, you know, focusing on the right thing at the right time. Yeah. And not getting yeah. distracted, no, um, no. so we basically built this 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 Google sheet mm-hmm. to do this, and mm-hmm. it's a very simple way. And you put your numbers in, and you pull them off Google Analytics, and and essentially it tells you exactly where you need to be. And then then each month you go, wow. well, we said our ad to basket stat needed to be seven percent, yeah, but it's only four percent, and we're like, oh my god, it's now militant focus on the KPIs and you forget everything else you go we are doing nothing else other than sorting Mm. out that Mm. um Mm. pulls everything together
0: yeah you know very very interesting and I'm interested in that because that sounds to me like an excellent sort of strategic focus um and so do you work then ongoing with the brands that you work with, how does that work yeah. in terms of the actual, you know, touch points you have with them?
1: Yeah. So we we, we, we do uh, uh, two things really. First of all, yeah. we've got a um, a mentoring program, so we cool. have an e-commerce mentoring. So there's um there's a there's a course that we've done, and alongside oh, wow. that, there's a there's a mentoring um, awesome process. And and there's and there's a, there's a big group weekly call them and then one on ones. Essentially, it's it's you're taking businesses mm. through the framework that we've done and yeah. Um, yeah. and that that you know mm-hmm. with all of this you you, yeah. you know you, you're answering the two main questions that that yeah. matter in e-commerce it's number one it's how mm-hmm. much does it cost us to recruit a customer and number yeah. two how much is that customer worth to us over a lifetime that's it you yeah. know that's the that that's the thing and essentially mm-hmm. the mentoring program really focuses on those but it yeah. goes through the whole lot in in a, in a detail, and every week we, we we get on the call and we talk we're talking through it.
0: And then in yeah. addition
1: to that, some businesses just say, "Hey, come on, marketing, can you just come in for, you know, yeah. a week and spend a week yeah. with us? Yeah, and just give us a three year plan, you know, and we'll yeah. implement it. But just tell yeah, us, you know, what we need to do. So we also do those.
0: Yeah. those I things see. too. I see. So how much of it is? Um, I know this comes up quite a lot actually. Um, in in other chats, but. We, we noticed this thread of kind of managed services stroke extending the e-commerce team is becoming more and more powerful um, in terms of helping brands to grow because they've got so much to do. Mm. And we've got these experts out here, you know, like yourself, like us, and clearly lots of others. So do you find that as well in the sense that you, you find yourself becoming an extension of their team, you know, in the scenario where they need you to help them on mm. an ongoing basis?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I I think it's, I think also because, you know, they might have a team that you know they might they might have a team of people to some mm. degree, but from a strategic mm. strategic perspective, they often don't know what to focus on in the right order. That's the yeah. biggest thing I think yeah. people struggle with, is yeah. that you know they've got a roadmap, but they don't know what what to do, in no. what order. You know, yeah. they, they you know they can all yeah. make a list. Yeah. And when whenever we sit with the clients. They often say, "Yeah, I was. Th- oh, yeah, I was thinking about that." Yeah. And, I, and you know, I was thinking about that two years ago. I was like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm sure you were." It's really important. You need to do it now. You know. Yeah. So I think that that tends to be what we do in most cases um, is yeah. actually come in and, and, and sit with them once a month um, yeah. or yeah. on a on a weekly call. Um, yeah. And and then I, I think it just becomes really. It's so powerful. And as yeah. I say, you yeah. know, we, we're not smarter or anything like that. We've just seen more. Just see more stories, just being there, you know, around yeah, yeah. the table for, for, for a long time. Of
0: course. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm a great advocate of um, breaking things down, I'll be honest. Um, yeah. And I think actually it's a bit of a gift. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not blowing smoke anywhere, but, you know, I think that some, sometimes you know that you've got a bit of a knack to be able to break something down to a point where it makes it understandable, palatable, easy to digest, and then implement. And, you know, like you were just saying there, you know, you might have a brand that's got a lot of people doing a lot of things. And it's so difficult sometimes to be able to come out of the trees and survey that wood and then put the, 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 the kind of the pointers in place to get to the end goal. And I think you've probably hit a nail on the head there where your business model is going right in to brands and then labeling that vision, if you like um where it can be so difficult I think when you're in the thick of it every day in your everyday yeah. role to do and that. And you
1: get I think so, and these and you get these these you know e commerce, you know, owners and they get very, very close to their brands. And, yeah. and and also yeah. they can fall in love with their brand and they think, Well I love this brand. Why does no one else love it? Yeah. You know exactly. and it's like no one yeah. cares.
0: <laughs> you know <laughs> you're right. You no I'm one so cares right.
1: as much about your business as you do. And, and no. that's a sad fact. Yeah. Um, no you're right
0: though, you, you are right. It,
1: yeah, and you, and you got and you got to face up to the fact yeah. that online yeah. is a bit like yeah. going yeah. into the Trafford Centre, yeah. uh, which is a big, you know, mm. massive mm. shopping arcade near near where we are, yeah, in, in Manchester. And sure. you know, there's a hundred shops in there or more. And you know, yeah. online is like you're selling a pair of shoes, and online is like it's like going into the Trafford Centre, and every single shop is selling the same pair of shoes as you are. Yeah. And you know, and yeah. the customer yeah. goes, well, who should I buy yeah. from? You know, yeah, and absolutely. it's this is what it's yeah. like. And it's yeah, it's yeah. like so you don't exist in a vacuum. And no. so we take the clients right into the core mm. value proposition. You know, we don't yeah. we're not interested yeah. in conversion optimization. That that is for that is for people who want to waste their time changing the colour of a button from light green to dark green. Like mm. we're not interested in that. No. We're interested in core business value proposition, stuff fundamental yeah. game changes, you know, that yeah. that, that, that are that either yeah. can be exploited cuz there you're really doing well on a certain start yeah. you know we go with the flow of the river you know if if yeah. if your customers want to shop this way wow let's just let's just make that easier for them yeah you know so yeah. it's you know yeah. it, it, there's there's no magic wand stuff there's no trickery no. it's about fundamentally you know you've yeah. got to have desirability of product You've got to solve yeah. the anxieties and you've got to give yeah. people a reason to buy now. Yeah. There's a fundamental yeah. building blocks of it. Mm. What
0: well, was I going to say about. Sorry, gone.
1: I was just rabbiting on, you know, I'm okay. No, no, it's great
0: <laughs> stuff. It's great. I was just going to pick up on the bit you mentioned about the brand side. And mm. totally, I totally agree with you um, in terms of like that you own something, it's, it's going to be a very different dynamic for you than the rest of the world. And sometimes it's very difficult to sort of split the two apart. I mean, I've been in, I mean, in a completely different sort of um, world. I've been in art, um, in music for many, many years. And that's the same. It's so personal. And you're like, yeah. you think it's the best thing since sliced bread, but nobody gives a monkey's life. Yeah. You know, the, the, the opinion that you have for it is way, way different. So you have to almost, like you say, almost try and remember that and park yeah. that and then get on with the, the nitty gritty. But one thing I was going to say was, obviously this, this, there is clearly room for this within your strategy, but i just like to know where... So you've got a very highly kind of almost statistical business orientated ROI type um, approach to this, which makes complete sense. Where or how do you manage to balance that with the whole brand element, you know, the brand story, the brand perception and all that? How does that fit into that? Well, for us,
1: for us, the brand, the story, the history, the heritage are all really important, but they're only important because they influence a certain KPI that leads to revenue. Yeah, so that's yeah, why we that's why we focus on them, and and yeah. often, you know, you'll find that e-commerce businesses fall into one of two camps. You're either selling yeah. your own branded products that's unique to you, or you're selling other people's products. Yeah. Now, if you're selling other people's products, the desirability is already there because yeah. they want they want that, um, you know, Panasonic TV model yeah. one two three. So yeah. you know that the desirability is in the products that you're selling your other other people's products, and then it becomes about differentiating yourself through yeah. better customer service better delivery better returns yeah, yeah. policy all those things now the other yeah. one is if you're selling products of your own brand your own yeah. branded products you yeah. you have no desirability because no one know who no one knows who you are no so you you've got to create that desirability through the brand the history the story the heritage yes and that yeah. that and that's why you yeah. know it, it it's very important and and yeah, we, yeah. we take we take these customers through something we call the market square tests. And we yeah. say, right, we want you to imagine and we, we make them do this. So go into yeah. a go, you know, go into a go into Google and we say, yeah. Right, we want you to find five take your five products that you're best sellers and we want you to go into Google and look at all of the ones that are coming up in yes. the top positions and look at their the price point their offer architecture, their returns policy, their delivery, Mm. their guarantee, Mm. their reassurances, Mm. their free get, all the things, that and then put it in a big spreadsheet and come back and show us. And they come back and they go, oh, my God. Like, yeah, well, you know, we do do free delivery, but we hide it. You know, it's not we don't show it in the yeah. right place or yeah our returns policy is quite good and, and you know actually if yeah. someone returns mm-hmm. it after you know six months we, we'll give them the money back anyway that's like right oh yeah. my god you know so you, you, you're big you're bringing these things out to put them in the right place on that journey you know that, yeah. so it's not hidden and you and you yeah. you know and that that's a yeah. really interesting approach yeah you I know. so it's yeah, it's it, You know, it it. But fundamentally, strategy. You know, e, in e-commerce, mm. everybody seems to want one strategy fits all. But it's yeah. like you know walking down the high street. You know, if you're going into yeah. a, a shop selling a luxury cashmere jumper, versus yeah. someone selling you know nuts and bolts and hammers, it's a different shop yeah. experience, isn't it? It's totally yeah, different yeah. experience. Yeah. So why the hell should e-commerce? You know, <laughs>
0: strategy's got to change. Yeah, no, completely. I was just going to ask actually, how when you're going about doing the deep dives in terms of the, like the value proposition in those different areas related to those, those KPIs at the top, if you like. Mm. How how much of it? And this is I'm just interested, right? As a technology supplier myself, how much of the influence of getting to those end goals that you're talking about those those three KPIs, um, are. Are you working in conjunction with technology providers? Is it a load, or is it very little? And it's sometimes. Do you know what I mean? What, what's yeah. the kind of mix in that sense?
1: Yeah. Well, you no. Know, most of the time, we, we call it. You can't go. You can't go off piece too soon. No. So what I mean by that is, you know, you, you until you've got the foundations and fundamentals right, you yeah. know, it doesn't matter what software you plug in; it's not going to make any yeah. difference. You know, no. you've got to get that right. And then yeah. you can start to add these things in from a technology tech te- perspective, you know? Yes. So, and yeah. then, you know, then, then it becomes yeah. a no, a no brainer, you know?
0: Yeah. So and you it, don't lead with it clearly. Right. You yeah, get you, the fundamentals sorted.
1: Yeah. You get the fundamentals sorted mm. and, you know, you've got to yeah. operate on a, you know, an absolute yeah. just, you know, minimum viable product. Right. It, you know, until yeah. your business is doing, you know, yeah. not to a million, you're in beta. Yeah every yeah, day is a yeah, test
0: completely you no
1: know, you're yeah, not interested yeah. in you know you shouldn't be interested in making profit no you know you're just testing can i recruit customers and can yeah. i get them to buy again you know and and yeah. that once you get past a billion then you can start to actually put some some yeah. more money in
0: you yeah. know and no push, completely push we, you're right we 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 find the same actually because obviously as a tech supplier you know you want to help everyone but you've also got to be realistic that the, the brand's got got to be having, you know, value from say personalization in the sense mm. that you've got to have a certain number of products and a certain number of purchases before it becomes worthwhile in deploying any kind of personalization. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so yeah, it makes it makes complete sense. But I mean, we could probably talk all day about this, but um, just just give us um, a bit of a flavor. If there was like a, I mean, obviously it's been brilliant. It's all all about the, a formula for scale, which is fantastic. What about um, giving the guys sort of a a key nugget, if you like that that would be something that they could take away
1: yeah well i I think probably um I think the interesting question is is like what's happening now, like twenty twenty yeah. with yeah obviously lockdown and and actually and budget and obviously we had brexit at the start of the year, and yeah, yeah. the overall theme is is how can yeah. we get more revenue with less spend mm. and yeah and and I think. The answer to that question is yeah. is to improve your KPIs of your site. So, yeah. you know, yeah. if, if you've got a budget of £10,000 a yeah. month and you're spending that on Google Shopping, a bit of Facebook yeah. paid, um, you know, and you're getting a return on investment of like times four, so you spend a pound and you're getting four mm-hmm. pounds back, you know, you should yeah. spend as much as you can until yeah. that metric fails. And, yeah. and then when that metric fails, so you can't spend any more because your return on ad spend you know, mm. goes to a point where you're actually unprofitable. It goes to like you know one one for three pounds back. Then you've got yeah. to look at your KPIs. You've got to go, well, yeah. how can I improve my average order value? You know, and you yeah. go, well, I can only improve yeah. my average order value by two ways, either more expensive yeah. products or more items per order. You know, yeah. or I can I can improve the conversion rate because my ad basket starts. Mm. Like. So it's about, it's about, how you can do more with less. And that's where yeah. you've got yeah. to look at your numbers. Mm. You've got to benchmark mm. your site. Mm. and you've got, to, mm. you've got to see where you're strong and see where you're weak.
0: Yeah, no, totally. And what I love about it is that you're talking from a standpoint of being in the industry for a long time. You know, you've, you've accrued that experience and then you've managed to kind of batten that down into a proven method, which is proven time and time again. And, yeah, I um, think so. Yeah. I, I love that, you know, because that's exactly what Morat's done i 'll be honest you know he mm. we, we've done the same thing we didn't sort of cook anything up the same as you have and it was it's off the it's off the cold face as you said you know we we've worked with 300 brands or even more actually I think now since 2015 and we've had to make sure that we win you know a proof of concept or an a B split test against another provider another excellent provider in our space and so I suppose over time you you build these methodologies that then you know are trustworthy and they work, and that's yeah. a fantastic place to be.
1: Yeah, it is, because there's so, people love to complicate e-commerce. You mm. know, they love to make it really complicated, with acronyms, and I mean, but it you know it just doesn't mm. help. It doesn't no, help
0: anybody. No. no, no, well listen, I mean, it was um, brilliant to talk to you. What, Thank um, you. In, in case any of the guys, which I'm sure they will, would love to get in touch with you, um, you know, whether it's Smarty Business, whether it's personal, whether it's the mentoring and the courses and stuff, or even to read your wonderful book, clearly. Um, yeah. how, how would the guys get hold of you? What's the best way?
1: Yeah, well, so I, I think the, the best thing, I mean, the, the, the pod we, we do a podcast every Monday. We love doing it. And they're all, yeah. I think they're really good. Um, yeah. And then, of course, the book. Okay, <laughs> will <In general. laughs>
0: okay you on okay, my podcast. <laughs> Brilliant.
1: I know. I know. All, exactly. Uh, Why not? Why Link- not? Just call, on LinkedIn, um, just go if you look, just search for Ian Hammersley, um, yeah. and uh, and then there's there's links to everything from there.
0: Awesome. Um, it's probably the best. Amazing. Thing okay, cool. Well, Ian, thank you so much for your time. It was uh, brilliant to talk to you, and and that's like half an hour plus gone already. Unbelievable. Um, but yeah, as I say, thanks so much, and everyone listening, thanks so much uh, for plugging in. I hope you enjoyed it. It just remains for me to say, as I always do, if you haven't done so already, um, chip over to segmentify.com forward/podcast and sign up for any of the new um, and existing podcasts that we've done. Um, as always, leave a review on the Apple Player, follow us on Spotify, that kind of thing. Um, and the other thing to just mention is that if you've got any questions or you know like today, you've got any particular topics that you really want to get down with and, and we can do some research around that and speak to some other people, um, or you want to be involved just give me an email. I'm at phil at segmentify.com. But uh, as I say, thank you so much for your time, everybody. Thank you, Ian, again. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing speaking to you again soon.
1: Put us to the test and let us prove we can drive more revenue for you. Sign up for a completely free proof of concept or split test against your current provider, set up and optimized by our team within a few days at segmentify.com slash demo.